Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service. Over 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. As a matter of fact, speaking of the website, visit the website. One of our sponsors, they're just fantastic, Surplus Provisions. Have you popped in there? They're on Facebook, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They have all tactical gear. I popped in. Tanya is so knowledgeable, folks. They are terrific. They uh, completely outfitted me to make sure I am safe on the trip. And also, hey, pepper spray, self-defense things. It's all at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Well, we have made it to Friday. Folks, it has been uh, quite a week. We're going to share with you a little bit some of the uh, interviews that we've done. And then over the course of the weekend, I will uh, obviously still continue to be exploring and filming and reporting and then next week i'm moving closer to the uh, ukraine ukraine border so we're moving one step at a time something to be cautious of is this misinformation and potential of some kind of a chemical attack at at um that that russia may attempt but let's um i want to bring you the the latest now some of the news he has been uh, terrific this is uh, some of the latest news now. Horonko is about 20 miles due west of the capital. This has now become one of those satellite towns that's processing people fleeing the battle zone. And we have seen a constant stream of hundreds of people in vehicles, many of them waving white flags to signal that they're civilians. Here they're checked by the police, then they're given humanitarian aid and sent on their way. An astonishing 80,000 people have fled the Kyiv region and Sumy over the last few days, and it just doesn't stop. This morning, hundreds of thousands of civilians trapped in the besieged port city of Mariupol as Russia escalates its bombardment and stranglehold there. Officials sounding the alarm on the dire situation, saying the people there have little to no access to power, water or gas for heating. The city's stores and pharmacies looted. The city's been under siege for over a week now. Hospitals, churches, high-rise buildings, homes, all destroyed by massive, indiscriminate Russian shelling. Rescue workers risking their own lives to help others trapped in the rubble of their homes. Shell-shocked and homeless residents wander the empty streets searching for shelter. This man's house was hit by a mortar. He says, I don't have a home anymore. That's why I'm moving. Why else would I be out? Mariupol's mayor saying they've gone through two days of hell and Armageddon. Repeated efforts to help trapped residents leave have failed. President Zelensky accusing the Russians of deliberately targeting areas where civilians were set to be brought out. Saying they have a clear order to hold Mariupol hostage 
to torture it, to carry out constant bombardment. This just a day after that horrific airstrike on the Children's Hospital and Maternity Ward that killed three people, including a young girl, according to Zelensky's office. The Ukrainian military releasing this drone video showing a massive column of Russian tanks and armoured vehicles ambushed in the town of Bravari, just 20 miles east of Kiev, caught on open ground. The convoy comes under sustained attack. These verified videos circulating online show the aftermath. And those who couldn't get out appearing to retreat. Ukrainian troops then picking through the spoils of battle. But despite their losses, Russian forces are still inching ever closer to Kiev. U.S. officials saying they're now only nine miles away. In the capital, schools have now become shelters for the elderly, who've been rescued from their towns and villages after they came under Russian attack. Many of them telling us they had to hide in the basement for 10 days before someone came to get them. Nina Petroina is one of them, forced to flee her village in Pusha after it came under attack. Her experience, like that of so many others, is utterly heartbreaking. She tells me we want peace. Now U.S. officials saying they have seen indications that Russia may use false claims about the United States and Ukraine using chemical weapons as a pretext for Russia to use them in an attack. They not only have the capacity, they have a history of using chemical and biological weapons, and that uh, in this moment we should have our eyes open for that possibility. The U.N. Security Council meeting to discuss Russia's bogus claims about the military biological activities of the U.S., on the territory of Ukraine, allegations the Biden administration has totally denied. It's important for us and for our country. And this morning, Vice President Harris meeting with American troops stationed in Poland, reaffirming the United States support for NATO allies in the region. Well, in a clear sign, I think that Putin's war is not going as planned. We're now hearing that they're ready to accept thousands of fighters from the Middle East, potentially from Syria. That clearly, of course, is going to only stoke fears that this conflict is going to spread. The trajectory is really bad. Michael, stoke a lot of fear there. You know, excellent. And um, folks, again, I hope, you, you know, you've heard, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We brought you... Uh, live interviews we're going to play another one coming up of, of some of the people that have been trapped in those basements you have to understand a lot of the people they're not leaving or they're elderly and they want to travel a lot of people are defiant and they're just trying to gut it out now we've also heard in some parts where the russians are now going door to door in trying to round up people that they say are cooperating uh with ukrainian government against them that is reminiscent of what went on in in 1945 and i also you know think of the fact of, um, and, and I want to touch on, it, it's so important, again, uh, you're, everyone's going to make their own decision, but I, I'm warning you, it's the Chinese in Russia, they're pumping out false propaganda. Over two weeks ago, two weeks ago, someone sent me, that's, that was written b- b- from Beijing, China, about these, these bio labs. And it has exploded everywhere. And Tucker Carlson's talking about it. And and this is somehow that the Bidens are tied in. And this whole big theory, folks, it's it's all, it's frightening to me. And I tell people, Putin is winning the propaganda war in America. But it's Russia and China that have teamed up. Two countries, and they're pumping this. And some of you have it. And I'm only unable to hear <clears throat> other talk programs. I would imagine people are calling in and they have all this information and they feel oh yeah i have it down and everything that's going on people have sent it to me and what this is all really about and what's happening and uh, again i i try to bring you and we have been bringing you eyewitness accounts you're hearing people coming over and they do support Zelensky and they hate putin i go back to a conversation i had with a friend of mine saying see the people of ukraine they want to be reunited with russia and blah 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 and i'm doing more research on it i mean it's just it's nonsense and and i have reached i'm reaching the point i couldn't be in the same room with someone that thought oj simpson was was innocent or and or not guilty i i, I just couldn't i couldn't even listen to it because it's just it's so moronic and fabricated and i am hitting that point if you're one of those people that think, oh, no, Putin's a friend of He wants to destroy the United States. I don't know how else to explain that. You, uh, many people. In World War II, you had Tokyo Rose. In uh, Vietnam, you had Jane Fonda. It's, it's Russian-China disinformation. And what's really heartbreaking now, all the civilians killing, plus he's willing to bring in these mercenary soldiers. The reason why Putin wants to bring in some of these Syrian fighters, others, is to keep casualties down at home. 
so you don't have more Russians. So they're saying, oh, this can't be that bad. You know, we're not hearing a lot about our soldiers being killed, but there's other soldiers being killed. But think of this medical train that has been uh, set up. And I think we're going to have coverage of this coming up. I am a little bit later. But, uh, folks, this is just heartbreaking. Listen to this story. The most vulnerable from the war zone is ramping up. As we learn, an estimated 2 million people are still displaced inside Ukraine. Marcus Moore is in Poland with more on the so-called train of hope, bringing people to safety. Good morning, Marcus. Oh, Michael, good morning. Uh, we are here at one of the train stations. These railways have been a lifeline for these families getting away from the... I just want to... This, where he's talking to you right now, that's where we were on Wednesday. Przemysl, Poland. P-R-Z-E-M-Y-S-L, Poland. And he's doing the report. We were there on Wednesday. I also want to once again, folks, mention the people from Ukraine that I've met are fantastic, and they are inspiring, and they're proud, and they love their country. And the people of Poland, if you have relatives in Poland, you're from Poland, travel to your friends, you should feel very proud. The people here, it's a wonderful, wonderful country. But I just want you to understand the report you're about to hear. This is exactly at the spot where we were standing on Wednesday. Fighting in Ukraine. And overnight, we got a first-hand look at the urgent effort to evacuate sick children aboard a special train. This morning, amidst a vicious war... Ukraine's most vulnerable, children living with disabilities and some fighting cancer, forced to flee. Down a dusty road, we find a medical train, its cars transformed into intensive care units for the journey across the border to Poland. Each one of these cars is essentially um, a hospital room. You can see behind me here the beds, the children with their families, and the team of medics here helping them as they get ready to set off on this journey. The children evacuated from hospitals across the war-torn country. Some unable to walk. Workers passing them tenderly onto the waiting train. The Train of Hope, as it has been affectionately named, was originally set up to transport wounded Ukrainian soldiers to hospitals in Poland. But workers abandoned a training mission on the first day to help more than 600 refugees escape. Back on the train overnight, caregivers try to keep the children comfortable. Amidst the chaos, some clutching teddy bears start to fall asleep. Those children waking up this morning in a safe place far from the bombs and the air raid sirens in Ukraine. And uh, we know that those children are, are indeed, they are safe. And Cecilia, the mission to rescue children continues. The medical team that went on this mission, it was their fourth trip to the border. Such a terrifying journey for those children, Marcus. All right, folks, I'm going to um, have some live coverage on that train probably coming up on Sunday when I transform and we're going to be uh, relocating to stay closer to the border where a lot of this is going on i want to once again remind you if you check out the website depetro.com we have a lot of the interviews posted a lot of the videos we've been doing and then next week i'm going to be focusing more on uh, the border and and you know again as i've said uh, within reason we are certainly making efforts to try to enter into a ukraine but it into, into ukraine but it has to be uh, with safe passage back and forth. Uh, when you see the crush of people, the amount of people, I, I'm just explaining. I, I can't get, you know, caught, and then you don't want to be in a situation. Uh, I am working through the authorities. We're trying to make it happen, but it, it's um, it, it has to work. It has to make sense. Obviously, safety is a priority, but also, you know, I do, I, I don't, I, you know, some of these people, they, they're there for hours on end, and... Um, <clears throat> and I would imagine you've seen some of the people I've been doing and filming. Uh, there are children have to get, you know, would go ahead of me. There are, and I fully get that. Women, old elderly would go ahead of me. So it has to be um, somewhat safe passage back and forth. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by the Coincident. Again, now I'm enjoying some delicious Polish food. You can as well at the Coincident, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Jim does. A fantastic job. He's been so helpful, very supportive, very knowledgeable. He's traveled this part of the country, uh, this part of the world, excuse me. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, the Coesed Inn, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, and I also want to encourage you, go to the website, visit my website, depetro.com. If you're a local business, 
Uh, I did speak with someone that deals with um, and sells Polish food right before I left. If you're someone that's listening and you have a business, and obviously we have a lot of people that are listening to this uh, unique special broadcast coming to you from Eastern Europe, please go to the website, dipetro.com, contact me. And uh, we're always looking for other sponsors or people that can help us continuing to deliver this type of coverage. So many different people to thank. Again, folks, um, it is Friday. Thank God. It's been a long week. I'm actually looking forward to trying to uh, reset tomorrow, readjust. It's very, very intense. It's a very tense atmosphere here. As um, it is, you know, you think about it. And I was just thinking about it. I mean, the country one over from us poland borders ukraine i encourage you to go out to a map although i've been posting some on the website dipetro.com you can see exactly where we are and then next week for those that do like the video and the facebook live stream we um we anticipate unless something changes something drastic like nuclear fallout we will be right there and you will see uh, western ukraine and obviously the plan is for Juan to make his way over the border into ukraine all right you're listening to the john dipetro show DePetro. And also, uh, we're going to talk with some more people. Now, again, coming to you, and on this uh, Wednesday, I believe we should be live on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Oh, good. And, uh, and everybody, and Anna, our translator, all right? We have an English-speaking person, so it's fantastic. Oh, good. Now, uh, what is your name? Tanya. Okay, and it's, it's sensitive. And where are you, uh, where are you from? Uh, I am from Kiev Oblast. And uh, what can you tell us about, uh, how did you end up here? It, it'll pick you up. Okay, uh, so on the 21st, of course, uh, around uh, 5.40 in the morning, we heard, uh, like, bombing. We heard just explosions. And uh, we... we can you tell us um, where in Ukraine, like, what, what part of the country... Is it north? Is it east? Is it south? Where is your town located in, in the country of Ukraine? It's uh, like very near to the capital of Ukraine. It's uh, near Kyiv. It's Kyiv region. It's in the north of Ukraine. So tell us what happened on that morning. Uh, uh, at first, it was, it was like a regular day. Uh, and uh, of course... Were, were you, were you going to go to work? Uh, I was going to go to the groomers with my dog. The groomer with your dog? Where is your dog? Take him. Uh, uh, part of my family stayed in Ukraine and only me and my brother went uh, to Poland. What's his name? Vlad. Does he speak English as well? Uh, yeah. Why don't you stand next to your... Um, and what's your, what's your relationship? We have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. yeah. You need it in something like this. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to take... This is interesting. You're going to take your dog to the groomer and all of a sudden, you hear the bomb start going off. Oh uh, no! Uh, it was in the in the night, like uh, five uh, forty a.m., and we were asleep. But the next day, we were going we were going to have just a regular day, like we had plans. Uh, parents were gonna go to work. I was gonna go with my dog to the groomer, and like, yeah. Uh, what, what were you gonna do that? Day? I'm just got, yeah, go to school. Yeah. Regular. You go to school? Yeah. How, how old are you? Uh, 15. 15. Okay, so you go to high school? Uh, yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, so then what happened? Uh, everyone was just asleep, uh, but uh, we were all alarmed because on 18th, uh, we heard rumor that Putin was, was trying to start a war on 18th, but nothing happened. Yeah. A lot of rumors building for a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been going on for a while. Uh, and uh, everyone was kind of alarmed. Uh, but uh, the moment we heard first explosion, we like we got up very quickly, started packing our uh, things, and and we escaped to a village where it was like it, it was better in the village. It wasn't bombed yet. Uh, we now, what what about your the rest of your family? Um, all of my family escaped to the village. Yeah. So you just had to leave your home right there. Yeah, we packed some things and just left on our car like uh, this instant. How, how loud was it? Uh, it was pretty loud to, to get everyone in like... Do you have any video? Uh, no, unfortunately. But so go ahead. On the first night, uh, our uh, city wasn't uh, really bombed re really hard. Uh, but uh, today in Vasilkiv, it's our city, Vasilkiv. It, it is like very destroyed. And uh, a few days uh, later, 
uh, one of the buildings that is really close to our building, it was uh, shelled. A bomb, uh, bomb, bomb like uh, hit right into the center of it. Yeah. Holy cow! It was very scary. I, I don't understand like how are we gonna go to our city, like our hometown, because uh, everything is different now. Like uh, one uh, educational institution was bombed, uh, a school where my friend uh, studied. In that school, people were hiding in the basement, and 13 people were killed. My goodness, Anna, what's your reaction? I've heard something about Vasilkiv because Vasilkiv is one of the most hot spots right now, one of the most dangerous places. And it's like two military bases in it, and yeah. we and we and live like really close to it. So our house is probably not gonna stay for. Long. Leave this place. We decided on the spot, like when we heard first, first uh, explosions on 24th, we escaped right away. We took some uh, things and escaped to the village. Then, uh, like, we heard some uh, uh, planes and bombs, like, passing by the village we were staying. And the next day, we escaped to a far, uh, far more place, like uh, to Cherkaska Oblast. Yes. And we stayed in Cherkaska region, like, for a while, for maybe 10 days or more and uh, then yeah in Cherkask Oblast it, it was pretty safe but uh, the thing is our parents started worrying very much because of uncertainty we don't know what's gonna happen next we don't know if we can survive there anymore because of uh, economy stuff and everything else so our parents were very worried and they uh, like they pushed us, they urged us to leave, so we left today. They stayed, they didn't want to go, because uh, it was in the, the village they're staying, it, it's pretty quiet, uh, but uh, there are nearby villages that are like shelled every day. It's like Uman is near uh, Cherkasi, they have sirens very often too, so... But they couldn't leave because they have a grandma here, and she is weak. And my, yeah, and my father can't leave because he's of military age. And my mother, she doesn't want to leave them like two people, my father and his mother. So she stayed too. So it's like uh, husband and wife and uh, grandma. So they stayed in the village and we left. Now, what about your friends from high school? Where are all of they? Have they stayed or is everyone leaving? Some of they them just scattered around Ukraine and uh, different countries. Some I have two friends have, so yeah. in Romania, some, some friends in Poland. Yeah. Do you want to say hello to some of your uh, friends that may then watch this and see this on the Facebook stream? Who do you want to say hello to? Uh, I want to say hello to Vanya Perverzio. Vanya Perverzio. <laughs> Who else? Name some of the kids in your class. I'll see it eventually. Very close friend, but he's uh, not my um, classmate. He's just my friend uh, uh, Timofey Fanta and Arsen Kalashnikov. <laughs> and what do you say to them? I mean, this is, um, and again, folks, it's the John DePietro show. First of all, your English, both of you, is excellent. How did you learn such good English? You're YouTube. almost as good as Anna. First, you too. YouTube and First screens. of all, uh, like basic grammar in school. Second of all, YouTube memes and everything else. Because uh, pop culture boosts your English really well. Wow. It's better than just school education. Now, so is, I just want everyone to understand this. So are people... Are, are you, were you hiding in the basement of your home because the, the bombs are going off outside? Like, where are people hiding? Uh, people are hiding in the basements. Uh, uh, some of them are hiding in homes, like in between uh, two walls. I think, you know, the rule, like, uh, the rule of two In between the walls? Yeah, in between the walls. Like, uh, some people, they run to the basements. But the thing is, uh, in Ukraine, like, 90% of basements are not specified for bombing. And a lot of people, like... Uh, hundreds of people are stuck because uh, some houses are like destroyed and they are under the pieces uh, under the ruins and some people die a lot of people die in the basements because they are not uh, like built well for bombing you know when i was in israel uh everyone has a bomb shelter because of what they deal with but obviously not everyone does in america they don't except for some of the nuts but <laughs> certainly in ukraine you would not now anna 
who's our translator. I'm just curious what stands out to you. We've heard different stories. What what about their story stands out to you? I mean, their story is really their story is really similar to mine because, for example, my parents uh, are still in Ukraine in in a small city in the Kharkiv Kharkiv region, and also uh, my grandma as well. She's sick, and that's why they can't they can't move. leave they can't leave the 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 country. So. I really feel you guys because my situation is the same. <laughs> but I'm really glad that you are here because at least yeah. you are safe. And uh, do you know what you are going to do next? Uh, where, where do you go from from here? You know, you just arrived. Take us through. When did you get on the train to where where we are right now? We got on the train uh, last night at 12. At was, it, was it crowded? Uh, yeah, it was pretty crowded. And midnight? Midnight, yeah, at midnight. Uh, there were like four, four uh, buses. We went there by bus. Four buses of people. Like, and they... Uh, yeah, they rushed uh, here. So we got here like at noon, maybe. Maybe not so long. 11 o'clock. 11, maybe. In the morning. And is the train, families, children, dogs... But no, all just of them, except for men. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No men. Now, what about your friends? Who is some of your friends that, you know, you suddenly had to say, I'll see you whenever? Like, suddenly everyone is just fleeing their home. Yeah, last night I had to say to my close friend that I'm just leaving the country. And it's weird because some of my friends stayed in Vasilkiv. Some of them stayed in Berdyansk. It's uh, occupied, right, occupied, occupied right now. And I'm, I'm very worried because uh, sometimes uh, the connection can disappear and I, I can't hear from my friend. And some of them are under like shelling because one of my uh, friends is in Warsaw and they didn't have food like for a week. I don't know what's going to happen next. Some people are dying right now because they don't have food. Yeah, right now. Because it's not safe to go out. Problem right now, yes, because a lot of people in Ukraine they're staying there. Are like bombing and shooting just civilians everywhere. People are creating green corridors and Russians are shooting them, so people can't leave. So it's you. You can't just go to the store. Because the did you could you hear or see any of the Russian soldiers? You just heard that they're doing. Uh, we were very lucky and safe because we escaped the regions that weren't uh, occupied yet. So we could have food and everything, but some of our friends couldn't have. Like basic needs, they couldn't meet them. Yeah. How, how would you describe when you hear, you know, the shooting or the bombs? Now, do you play video games? Does it sound like that? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a lot more scary than the video game. Like Call of Duty? It's more scary than that. Yes, definitely more scary. And is it, is it all times of day and night? Uh, usually at night, um, day is uh, pretty calm and, I don't know, safe maybe. Sometimes sirens go out, but nothing special. Uh, in places like Kharkiv, Mariupol, Uman, yeah. it's throughout day and night all the time. Like, we can have sirens three times uh, an hour. In just crazy. And then you never know if it's real or if something's really going to happen. No. Sometimes the sirens uh, go off late when the bomb already arrived. Sometimes they on time. Like, we don't know. It's very, it's hard to predict what to do. What do you think of your president, Zelensky? Well, that's a very interesting question, but I think he does a great job uh, inspiring people. Yeah. He's really brave, man. Yeah. Yeah, He's right there. He did not leave. As Anna said, other people, you've had an, that other leader that left. He is. He's not leaving. Some he's going to stay here to the end. Yes. <laughs> he's awesome, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Do your friends, does everyone like President Zelensky? Is he what we would say badass in America? Yes. <laughs> he's the real deal. Yeah. Uh, my friends, before this thing happened, the war, uh, my friends didn't really like him, what he's doing, but as soon as uh, all the action started, uh, my friends started, and I started to really appreciate what he's doing, respect him, yeah. Now, where do you, where do you go from here? You want, you want to go home, you want this to end so you can go back to your home, but what, what happens now? 
we have some relatives in here, so we go into the train. <laughs> it's going to be a difficult trip. Yes. Where are you taking the train to? Shetson. Uh, it's on the border with Germany. Yeah. Do you know it, Anna? Yes, I've been there. Oh, okay. What can you tell us? I have about? relatives there. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, good. It's going to be a full night trip. In we have no sitting places in the train. We we need to stay. We need stand. to stay in the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the these tickets are for you, yeah. But the the I would mean, little children and some of the women. So you have to kind of suck it up and stand. Yeah. Do you do you know of some older boys in your neighborhood that are staying to fight the Russians? Uh, Eight, if you're 18, you have to stay and fight. Yeah. I know couple, but uh, they just stay in the city and not in the territory. Open. I know a guy. Uh, I know a guy who was uh, volunteering before war. He was very active, like. Uh, he has a very active position and he always wants to improve the town we live in. So it was just natural to him for go and help the uh, military. So I don't think he serves in the military, but he helps like volunteering with uh, food, with supplies and stuff. Yeah. Terrible. How much do we hate Putin? He's terrible. He's evil. Describe it. Can't describe it. He's insane, but he I'm not going to swear, but he's insane. Please don't. We're live on the radio. <laughs> I'll get in trouble back in the United States. I'll be end up with you on the train if you start swearing. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Anna will be getting me. But the, the thing is, he needs to be stopped. Um, this was not, you know, he has put out false information in America. Oh, no, he'll be welcomed in Ukraine. He is not welcomed in Ukraine. The Ukrainian people want the Russians come in. No, they don't want them to come in. Um, have you ever heard of Hunter Biden? Does that name mean anything to either one of you? I didn't hear, haven't heard about it. There are some people in America think he's behind this whole thing with Putin. He's not. They're, they're crazy. He's not. Uh, to be honest, I think the situation is very difficult. It's not only Putin. Uh, like some of people have agendas, in, it's not only Putin, and the situation is, is escalating around the world. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, people have to be very careful with Putin because any crazy, any like bold moves can provoke him even more. And we don't want like uh, any nuclear bombing here, we want to survive. No, we don't want a nuclear bomb, we're very close to the border here. But you guys, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show. Can you say your names one more time Tanya and Vlad but see you are where I'm jealous is you have a, a tough young leader we have old slow they call him sleepy Joe and he has to take naps and he doesn't remember where he went oh that's who's leading our nation <laughs> he would be sleeping through the bombing yeah like so or all the people too like my grandma didn't want to go to the basement she wanted to sleep when it when the sirens uh, it's came too over. difficult for her to yeah. go down here yes it's difficult for the older people to get down in the basement yeah Goodness. but that must be tough aren't they worried they're gonna get hit or there's just nothing you can do? well some of them feel like uh, uh, if they die they die you know like they too old and they don't really care if they live or not like some of them think it's really the end of the world right now but yeah like it's well, listen, the Ukrainian people are tough, and you have our support. Notice my two flags, blue and yellow. So, yes. Um, but listen, the world is with you. We're on the right side of history. We must defeat evil. You have a good leader. You have a very good leader. You have the best leader right now in Zelensky. We have an old, tired leader. He's tired. He can't remember. But we'll, we'll rally. Well, listen, you guys are terrific. And again, your English is great. Anna, anything else you want to ask them before we let them on? Uh, yes, I mean, I, I was going to ask you, like, are you, I mean, I'm in the same situation as you because my parents are there right now in Barkip region. And uh, is it safe, uh, I mean, is it safe so far for your parents? And are you worried? And are you in honest thinking of going back? <laughs> Uh, it's been uh, 13 days already and they haven't had any difficult situations yet, no danger. But uh, the thing is, the scary part is that uh, we know that uh, this war 
affected economy really badly. Like not only Russian economy, but also ours and American too. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's very scary. So we don't know uh, what the future will bring. Is it going to be long or is it going to be short? Like uh, so, we are worrying. We are worrying about our parents and friends who stayed in Ukraine. We need to send Vlad and his friends in to take care of Putin. Yes. <laughs> well, we, go ahead. We Are you going to to come back after after the war stops? Well, it's a very difficult question because I read some information from the UN. And their statistics say that 80% of people who are refugees, they don't come back. So we don't even know if we're going to come back or not. But would you? Would you? Uh, I guess we would. I guess we would. We, would, we wouldn't want to leave our family here alone. We would be... It would be oh, it's your home. Yeah. Anna loves Ukraine. She wants to return. see her friends again. Yeah. I want to see you. want to go to the junior prom. You have <laughs> 15, right? Yes. When do you turn 16? Uh, in December, next December. Can you start to drive in Ukraine when you're 16? Yeah. Mm, drive our people, I guess. Yeah. Like, he is a badass. <laughs> I guess uh, you can start driving a car in when you reach 18 in Ukraine. It's uh, a bit uh, later than in, than in America, yes. So, to sum up, I guess if there is a place to come back, we would come back. Yes. Well, listen, both of you, um, we are with you. Um, I want to give you my card. If you could just hold that just like that. Just because then you could drop me a note and uh, we'll let you know how you can watch this. Isn't on as English as well? I'm so impressed at, um, at how good. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Perfect. Suddenly I cannot. Hold on. Folks, everybody bear with me. And again, we are uh, live. Hold on. Where's my... Okay, here we go. Hold on, Vlad. And I'm going to give it to you. And we can uh, watch this. And again, folks, we're listening. Here we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Excellent. And again, folks, uh, it is very, very brave. <laughs> What does that mean? I like that. Is that like just oh, glory, glory to Ukraine? Glory to Ukraine. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, a lot of pride. A lot of pride. Um, all right, good. All right, thank you very much, you guys. Okay, good luck. All right, and there's a hi there. Oh, are you with them as well? Oh, okay. How's her English? This is nice. It's like a road trip with the friends. Not really, though. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. So, well, it's better than my Ukrainian. I'll tell you that much. So, time to improve Ukrainian here. Yes. So many refugees. Yes, there are, there are, and it must be tough, uh, as you said. You know, I'm very struck by that. You, 80 percent of refugees never return. Yeah, they stay in the places they go to. Like, uh, of course, uh, they want to, but a lot of them are ashamed because they feel a sense of guilt they left the country that was struggling and they had their life well no uh, they had a great life what is she looking for uh we don't know her <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, he's oh she's looking for his key uh, sorry your kids keys oh she's you okay all right thank you very much good luck all right good luck all right look for Just uh, at that moment, we have uh, one uh, suitcase with documents, and that's all. And during uh, half hour, hour and half, we are running uh, across the apartment and didn't know what to do. And uh, this day, we went to the basement first time. And since uh, this day, seven nights, we slept in the basement. And uh, next day, we packed some uh, clothes. And we were waiting when we can escape uh, from Kharkiv because uh, uh, we 
thought that it's very dangerous, but after the day after day it became more and more dangerous because first it was only uh, grad tanks, but when they uh, they start uh, use uh, avia bombs, it's very dangerous and it's very scary because you hear this uh, sound and you didn't know where it starts. Uh, like and you don't know, you don't know where a bomb. Friend? It's my daughter. Oh, your daughter. Oh, okay. Does she speak English as well as you do? Uh, she, she does. She does. Oh, wow. So it's uh, it's a very uh, it's very scary. And uh, my father, he is just uh, he now is in Kharkiv. He's still there. He's still there. Yes. And every day now he no electricity. Like yeah. <laughs> no, we hear no electricity, but he uh, stay here. He stay here with two cats, two cats at home. Yeah. Now, what about your neighbors and friends in your neighborhood? Are they most still there? Them, most of them uh, went out from Kharkiv. Now, again, I want everyone to, that's listening and watching to understand, your section was heavy, heavy fighting, and I think that was the first level of attack. Right, that's where the bombs were first going off. Uh, my section. Where you live in Ukraine, near the Russian border. It's very close. It's 30, 30 kilometers uh, from the border, so it's very close. Now, so your home, your business, your family, all left behind. Yes. Uh, but uh, no, thanks God that now um, our apartment is uh, still okay. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, yes, uh, buildings around they uh, are, uh, are destroyed, but our our apartments now it's okay. But who knows what we will have uh, next uh, night? Now, what what about what do you think of President Putin? It's Hitler, you know. It's uh, because you know our our historical they compare uh, photo after forty uh, thirty uh, years after Germany uh, occupied and how was our city destroyed and now now it's more destroyed than it was in uh, that times. More destroyed now, no. more no. than. All, all parks, all, uh, all buildings, all universities, hospitals, uh, uh, schools. There are a lot of schools destroyed. Now what? How old? What grade is your daughter in? Uh, she, she's ten. 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 Okay, so that would be fifth grade, I think. Fifth grade. Yes, 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 yes. Fifth. So what does she do for school and all her friends? Uh, her friends are all around the world. And we now we, they have some online uh, education, some several uh, several lessons per day. But uh, we are in the road. She doesn't have now this opportunity. Maybe tomorrow we will have. Now, President Zelensky. Um, he tell everyone, tell everyone uh, what you think of President Zelensky. Now he he become a hero for uh, for Ukrainians because we are we are proud of him and he uh, he maybe pray for him every day and we we believe that uh, this war very very um, soon finished and we will be we will start uh, build uh, our our country again. Will Ukraine ever surrender to Russia? No. Never. No. The answer is no. Never. Now, where do you go from here since you've left there? Where, where do you go next week? Ne which, which, or, or is it all, do you have a plan as of yet? Now we still, uh, we will, ha we will uh, live here in Poland uh, because we have apartment for a month, uh, book apartment. Okay. And can we, uh, thank you very much. Can we chat, does your daughter speak English? I like her with the flag. Okay, you can sit down right there. And again, folks, say hi to everybody. And um, let me just... Uh... You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Hey, stock up for the weekend. Remember, they're open Tuesday through Saturday, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. How about some delicious uh, calzones? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. They have the most delicious calzones, pepperoni and cheese, uh, buffalo chicken, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. All different types of sandwiches, spinach pies. Remember, free coffee for police and military. And they have the delicious chocolate donuts, the Let's Go Brandon donuts and cupcakes. And then they also have 
the uh, the wonderful Zapelas, everything baked fresh. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Again, easy way to find them. They're right off of Silver Spring Street, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and look for them on Facebook. Well, folks, I want to um, roll down some of the items in the news. Now, I, I just want to warn people, and you have to understand this. Number one, uh, Ukraine is trying to hold tough. Ukraine is, is in the battle of a lifetime against Russia. This has been a long time in the making as far as uh, Putin. I, I just think people need to. You're hearing from all these people. Folks, he, he is trying to reclaim the Soviet Union. I don't think people I know, they don't fully realize just how, in his mind, humiliating it was um, that, they, that you know, the Soviet Union was uh, dissembled and basically lost to President Reagan in the West. So it's so much about that. But I also um, I also want to now, uh, latest Wall Street Journal poll, I mean, without question, President Biden and the Democrats, I mean, they are going to get, as much as everyone thought and knew they were going to get crushed in the midterms, let me just check this. President Biden and fellow Democrats have lost ground to Republicans on several issues most important to voters, New Wall Street Journal poll finds. 57% of voters remain unhappy with the president's job performance, despite favorable marks for his uh, response, even though it's it's still falling weak. Uh, an opportunity to speak directly to millions of Americans at the State of the Union. He missed an opportunity. He could have been much better uh, during the State of the Union and really laying out the case, because I still don't think there's so much misinformation out there that people don't fully know what's going on. 42% say they approve of his performance which was unchanged from mid-November. So President Biden, 42% approval rating. Meanwhile, Democrat advantages narrowed issues related to education and the COVID response. 16 percentage point Democrat edge on which party would handle the pandemic was down to 11 and 9 percentage point lead on education issues down to 5. So voters also gave Democrats poor marks handling inflation in the economy. 50% cited as the top issue. Folks, I have always said you can get away with a lot of things and a lot of mistakes if you have low gas prices. I am telling you, elections are decided on gas prices. How much, what people do, where they go, where they go on vacation, where they go out to eat more. It's it's all, the thing about gas prices is it's it's really billboards on the economy at like every block because there you see and it just gets higher and higher. But they're tone deaf on this. President Biden, they never should have, the, should have uh, announced the Keystone Pipeline. He has been listing way too much to the far left, and it's going to be at their own peril. They are going to get shellacked in the midterms, and they deserve to be. The Republicans, thank God, are going to take over the House. Kevin McCarthy, unless something changes, will be the new speaker. Mitch McConnell, once again, will be the Senate Majority Leader in the Senate, despite what other people think. And Pelosi's going to be out, and Schumer's going to be out. But this is a disaster. We, president, under President Trump, the country became self-reliant on energy. We didn't have to depend on uh, foreign. And the first thing Biden did was shut that down. It makes no sense at all. And it's, it's, at this point, it's, it's just preposterous. And Harris had another one of those laughing incidents yesterday. You know, there she is laughing about the refugees. You know, it's, it's incredible how... These people are not getting better, her and President Biden. If anything, they're getting worse. It's more nervous laughter. She's had that bad habit. I, I bet she's had that forever. And even though she's the vice president, still hasn't got past it. But they are getting, they're going to get crushed. Again, back to this poll. More voters say Republicans had a better plan to improve the economy, 45% to 37%. Even though Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, have advanced few proposals. You know what that comes down to? That means people are saying anything would be better than this. And they're right. Look at locally. You know, Governor McKee, with all this money, $2 billion, and he never mentions the word tax cuts. Langevin is absent from the scene. He should have resigned when he was announcing that it was going to seek re-election. Cicilline, what has he accomplished? He just keeps traveling. He's traveling over to where I am, uh, taking more trips that way, probably trying to booster himself for a post job once listen he unless something happens um he he would has a huge advantage to get reelected, and then he's just gonna start to focus on what his next job i have heard congressman cicilline he's gonna this is what that's what i've heard he's gonna do one more term 
and then that's going to be the end of it. It's no fun being in Washington, going to the back of the bench. So um, this is, um, uh, again, the only thing that they're clinging to right now is President Biden's handling of the invasion as far as the tough sanctions. So, but that's that's small. It should have been done a long time ago. Um, I also want to just check this. This is, again, Wall Street Journal latest poll. The positive reviews for Biden weren't reflected in a hypothetical rematch with former President Trump. Voters were split 45% to 45% when asked who they would vote for. So it's unchanged. The poll showed Trump remained an unpopular figure. Uh, 50% of voters unfavorable, but um, preferred Biden, blah, blah, blah. But again, this, you know, who who knows? We still have a, a long way uh, to go with this and this is still i'm not convinced we still have a long way to go i i do believe that there could be a pivot to some younger leadership there's going to be more an emphasis maybe it's time to get some younger people i um and again it's too soon to decide right now folks there's no reason to we're still it's only march of 2022 a lot of these decisions will not be made until um, you know, more than a year from now, actually, it all depends on how the midterms go. But like many people have said, I'm not going to say anything that someone that certainly seems to have the credentials and has really become very, very popular is the governor of Florida. And that is Governor Ron DeSantis. So let's see where all the candidates are come uh, one year from now, March of 23. March of 23, believe it or not, is when people will be announcing because it's hard but august of 23 will be that first iowa straw poll and i wouldn't be surprised if uh sometime next summer they already start having the debates i i wouldn't be surprised because then you roll 23 right december of 23 although it's still a long way way off is when they all start arriving and uh and then they get start getting ready for the iowa caucus so long way to uh, go with that a wide majority of voters 89 percent said they were closely following events in Ukraine. Among those who said they were paying the most attention to the conflict, approval of Biden's handling improved. The idea of banning imports of Russian oil had support from 80% of voters, including three-fourths of Republicans, who said they backed the move even if energy prices increased as a result. If Biden had been more up to speed, he and Harris, you wouldn't have even had to do that. I mean, as I have been uh, telling so many of you there, there's no reason for that and we have the oil right in our own country i told you that was i thought one of the the best things that president trump did was when he allowed the fracking and um and i, I as i mentioned in the past south dakota they have tremendous amounts of oil in south dakota i recognize that a lot of people want to move more green and more to uh you know climate initiative and climate friendly but you can't just shut it off overnight and it's not fair to the consumers and biden harris is so not ready for that and that's one of the reasons why folks right now you could still call and fill up your tank with henry oil 401-521-0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery online at henryoil.com Carmine, since 1947, folks, a wonderful family tradition. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Now, folks, we have a lot of recaps, video stories on the website, depetro.com. Check it out. Uh, and while you're there, we have so many uh, terrific sponsors that have been sponsoring uh Juan international and one of them i want to give a shout out is soul source restoration remember they clean and disinfect residential commercial properties it's soul source restoration call them today 401-712-2700 there is a link on the website at dipetro.com you're listening to the john dipetro show